Okay, we're talking about energy. We're sitting in for Howard Wig. Hi, Howard. Uh, I'm Jay Fidel. This is Think Tech. Uh, this is Code Green. So you can, you know, you, you ought to get the hint on that. Code Green has a lot to do with building code. It has to do with buildings. It has to do with keeping things cool and and efficient and not too expensive and and green, green. You know. Same so <laughs> so Tom Cashman, yes, right. sales engineer with uh, Hawaii Energy mm -hmm. Systems, Oahu. Right. Okay, and win when? Yes, we get that win. Right. Yeah. We win. Yep. Uh, uh, an engineer, you're a, um, what, what kind of engineer are so you? So I'm an electrical engineer. engineer. I'm a good engineer. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> electrical <laughs> Top engineer. Top engineer, yes. <laughs> okay, also with Hawaii Energy yep. Systems. Hawaii Energy Systems, yeah. I'm a mechanical systems. engineer. Okay, so you guys, what, what is your primary market that you do energy systems for, Tom? Primarily uh, the hotel industry is a big one, and then uh, military installations as well as uh, the offices downtown, so commercial is what we're looking at more than residential. Why do they need you? To save them money. And it's so, mostly about money. It's, well, you know, it's always down to the bottom line is money, but yeah, exactly. And performance uh, for hotels, you know, guests' satisfaction is, is huge. So you want to make sure the guests are happy, uh, they're able to uh, get their comfort. We're talking about um, room comfort and yeah, and to me, comfort is extremely important. And then we go to so we're having climate change now. It's getting hotter. It's going to get hotter yet. You can yes. quote me. Yes. Okay, that'll be in a final exam. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so we have to make sure that people are comfortable because they can't function if they're not comfortable. And uh, we've all got to get used to that. Right. So how do you help me stay comfortable? Um, by the temperatures uh, around you. Cooling, uh, the cooling is what we do with HVAC cooling and air conditioning. Conditioning your space that you're in. So you're not going to provide me the HVAC. You're going to provide me the systems that make the HVAC more efficient. Am I right? What we do as Hawaii Energy Systems is we're controlling the HVAC system. So we're controlling how much uh, air is going into a space, the temperature of that air. Uh, we're controlling the fans uh, through VFDs, the speed of the fans, controlling the energy that these systems are using and limiting them to what they need rather than having them ramp up to too fast for too long, uh, spending energy they don't need, which comes back to the bottom line where you're spending money that you don't need to. So you have to have a qualifying air conditioning system. It can't be uh, one that was built in 1937, am I right? Uh, that's correct, yeah. So um, 1937 air conditioning is probably some louvers and um, and a swamper. <laughs> <laughs> swamper, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, what we're talking about is uh, no controlling modern. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so what, what kind of, you know, really, what kind of uh, air conditioning system do I need to have a benefit from your control systems? We're, we're using um, commercial type air conditioning, so it's not going to be your residential split systems. It's going to be, you know, you have big chiller plants, you'll have air handlers that branch off to VAVs or, or fan coil units. So it'll be a, a commercial. Okay, and your system is going to send it a signal and say, I want more, I want less. Yeah, our, our system will control the entire system okay. from the chiller plant. In fact, we do chiller plant optimizations, right. which you can speak to that a little yeah. if you'd like. Yeah, so yeah, we control uh, everything in the building. So um, the, the chiller plant, the, uh, the pumps that move water from the chiller plant to the, um, to the condo units or uh, you know, hotel guest rooms. And, and the fan. And, you and the fans as well. So that's, uh, we have a couple slides on that where uh, we also do that as well. We control... Fan, amount of fan energy and how much um, uh, water that uh, gets into that fan coil unit. Um, so yeah, we do all that. So you're, you're controlling that 
from this kind of technology we're going to talk about. Okay, and uh, you you mentioned you mentioned slides. I heard you I heard you say that we went. Uh, yeah. So, Tom, why don't you start with the slides, because we've got to get this off our chest right okay. away. Yeah. Okay. So, um, basically what we have here is uh, our uh, smart thermostat. And Can you hold it up, get a yeah, picture sure. of it? Um, okay. Previous to the stat, this you'd is, have okay. a standalone stat, is what they would call it. Mm -hmm. It would just turn your fan up or down, cool your room. Uh, once you've turned it to a degree, it would stay at that degree until you physically turned it back down or up. Uh, with our smart smart uh, thermostat, it's able to talk to uh, different devices around the room and control the fan so it could go back down or up uh, through technology. How uh, much of what he said do you agree with, we went? I agree with all of it. I yeah. thought you'd say that. <laughs> Some yeah. people say 110%, but hey, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah 110%. <laughs> okay, go through the slides. Um, yeah, so the first slide was showing some of the things that it's capable of doing. You say the stat of the future. Not only can it just control the fans in the room, the conditions of the room, it also can, we have Alexa, can speak to Alexa. You can have mini bars where it's able to tell if a customer has taken a, a bottle of Coke or bourbon uh, and then register that down to the front end. I thought you were joking before. <laughs> no, it, no, it, it will, uh, you know, put it on the bill on the front desk, and as the guest leaves, they will be, uh, be charged. It's down. kind of a surveillance thing. Exactly, yeah, big brother. Yep. <laughs> you also have uh, lighting, um, lighting and drape control, which is a really nice thing. So, you know, with just a push of the button, you can control the drapes, or they have daylight harvesting that's even capable. So this is complicated because it's not only the brain. Mm -hmm. You're talking to peripherals. Right, and then you're talking to the chiller and the and the fans and the um, I forget the other. Yeah, the, what was the third part of that system? Yeah, so there's there's chiller, pumps, there's fans, pumps, there's chillers. Okay, um, so you're you're talking in and out. You've got a lot yes. of connections. So the big question is, how do you make those connections? Is it it's a lot of wires? It sounds like to me. Yeah, it's through Cat uh, Cat Five yeah. cabling. So, so it's uh, controllers. I don't know if you guys can see it. Um, yeah, but uh, there's uh, it's it's powered by it's hardwired. Um, the thermostat is part, uh, but communication is all wireless. And so, you know, back to that slide, you saw how it communicates to all these different things. That's all wireless. Um, and so there is uh, minimal um, uh, networking required, other than just powering up this thermostat, which is standard on every uh, every room. So I, I plant that on a wall somewhere, mm -hmm. probably at eye level, so I can see it. Right? Mm -hmm. And I have to I have to <clears throat> I have to put a what an Ethernet cable in through the wall. What what cable is feeding well, it? Well, that will just be attached right to the cant the fan coil unit that's cooling the room, and oh. then that fan coil unit will have a controller on it, which is then uh, relayed back to the chiller plant and through the system uh, to do the work. And it's also now the wireless. What's it connecting with wirelessly? The wireless is speaking is speaking to the front door, the lanai doors. Uh, as, as occupancy to see if people are in the room. Those or are not. the sensors, then. Those are the sensors. So the, the sensors are out there and they're connecting wirelessly. Wirelessly, as well as it has a, a Zigbee deep net network uh, where you, uh, the, the different uh, thermostats will talk to each other and send uh, the information to a router in the telecom room, which will then uh, be drawn, the data will be sent down mm. to a server down uh, the DOE with so, engineering. Excuse me. If I'm if I have a big building, I have a bunch of those things. They're pretty much everywhere. <clears throat> They're pretty much in <clears throat> every space, any every defined space of the building. Right. 
do they talk to each other? In other words, I have room A, room B. Is room A the, what do you call this? Uh, uh, it's a smart uh, thermostat, yeah. Okay, a what? Yeah. A smart thermostat. Smart thermostat device. Mm -hmm. does, does smart thermostat device in room A talk to the one in room B? I mean, uh, you say mesh, I love mesh. Mesh yeah. is really important. Um, so are they all talking to each other and what are they saying? Sure, yeah, so they do talk to each other. So each one of these devices that you see here, it's a, it's a receiver and a transmitter. So it not only transmits its own data uh, back to a server, it also receives data from other thermostats and it gets that all back to, to the server. And so that server then makes decisions on, um, you know, uh, commanding things to on and off, telling your chiller plant to turn up more or turn down more. Um, and so they're given um, the chiller plant data on how many people are in the room. Let's say it's 50% occupied at a certain point. Um, it can have that advance notice before um, it makes decisions on whether to turn a pump stronger or lower. Or, um, and so, yeah, all that data goes back to a central plant, a uh, central place. Well, this is really all about uh, <clears throat> using sensors to determine who's in a room, then making decisions on who's in the room to send instructions back to the air conditioning system. Correct. One of your basic, if you go to the second slide, one of your basic, we can run through these slides now. Yeah, go ahead. So basically when a, when a guest checks into the room, the, the rooms are set at a, what they call a deep set, deep <clears throat> set back, which is saving energy for the hotels, Let's take hotels for example. So once the, um, the guest checks into the room, we go into, a, uh, into just your setback, which will be cooling the room down. So as a, the guest is riding up the elevator to his his room. He doesn't want to walk into a deep setback room, which would be like 78 degrees. It'll be more towards 72 degrees. And what's the first thing guests do when they do enter the room? If you go to the next slide, uh, they immediately usually drive down that thermostat in Hawaii, get it down to 68 or, or whatever it may be. Uh, and they love that looking for comfort. Yeah, suppose a guy, instead of driving down the thermostat, he walks right over to the window, you know, that big sliding glass window, right. and he opens that sucker wide up. Because right. he, you know, he loves the sound and the smell of Hawaii. Mm -hmm. Okay, what is that? What, so yeah, he'll what open do the front door, and uh, <laughs> yeah, we have door switches on, on that that are speaking wireless to the smart thermostat, and uh, it'll shut it down because we don't want to cool Waikiki Beach off. So it'll <laughs> it will it'll shut it down, and uh, there'll be no cooling. So if you go to that next, that's great. Right. You just stop it. Yeah. Exactly. Why, 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 why argue with Mother Nature? Exactly. If you <laughs> want to do that, absolutely. Okay, next one. Uh, yeah, so that's just showing that. The next slide, I think, will be showing that he's gone to the balcony. Yep. A little stick man in there is over the balcony opening the windows. So you'll see that the room temperature is red now shut down. Uh, it's a pretty smart thermostat. And then, you know, you shut, it, you shut the balcony door and it'll turn back on. It'll go back to the setting that the, the guest has desired. So if they, if they choose 68, it's gonna make its way back down to 68 degrees. What's the lag? I'm just wondering, I'm just thinking. So that's a good question. You don't want the, the fan cool to turn off and on, off and on, every time someone opens and closes the door or the window. So I think, believe it's a 10 minute lag yeah. in there. And again, right. you can program that. Yeah, so I mean, it, when the guest opens the sliding door, it cuts off the air conditioning immediately within five seconds. Um, and so when they shut they close it, it'll turn back on pretty quickly, but the set point takes time to um, uh, rebuild it. So, sure. um, and so there is a lag when, when someone either leaves the, leaves the room, um, it will do a 15 minute scan before it, 
it turns off again. And so, um, so it's about 15 minutes for. What, what I'm really interested in too is uh, this this these combination this combination of devices uh, can tell can tell the machine how many people are in the room and therefore how much uh, cooling it has to deliver to that room. Then, yeah. There, there is that capability of actually yeah. counting people. That would be another Just, device yeah. you would have that would actually count bodies into a room. Mm -hmm. They also have devices, CO2 uh, sensors that would, by parts per million, it could tell you know, the CO2 that's being breathed into the room, whether a fan needs to be turned yeah. on or fresh air needs to be dumped. In. So you're always monitoring the room. Exactly. And so if my wife decides she wants to cook something and she has all the burners on, yeah. that's going to affect the temperature in the room. Uh, you yes. know it. You yeah. found out. Right. And you adjust the, the cooling supply accordingly. Mm -hmm. yeah. Exactly. Okay. Got more slides? I got another slide. It just shows, uh, I believe, when the guest leaves the room, uh, you know, a lot of times they're not going to turn that thermostat back up. They're going to leave it down to their desired temperature. Uh, and you have an occupancy sensor that will, that's a, yeah, you can the, the see. front door has a switch. So the, front, the contact's been broken, it knows that someone's left the front door, it's going to have occupant sensor, it's going to look for someone, if there's no movement, then it'll, it'll go back into its setback mode, and that's how you save the energy for the hotel. Does this uh, have anything to do with security? Do you ever connect this sort of thing with all these doors opening and whatnot? It can. Because um, my, my security force would like to know if it's being opened at the wrong time. Right. <laughs> yeah, so this has the capability of talking to the, to the front door. And so it has a Bluetooth beacon on here, and all the um, hotels these days, they're, 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 what they have is um, it's a network front door system. And so when you check into a hotel, they usually give you a key, like a key card. Um, today, they don't have just a set key card for every single room. They just program it as you come in. And so, um, so if, let's say you drop your key card, um, someone comes up that it doesn't belong to, they start scanning different rooms. The system will know that that key card has been scanned to no, um, you know, multiple rooms that are, don't belong that right? to them. Yeah. And then that will then shut off that key card automatically. Oh. So there are security features um, built into this that uh, can be enabled. Um, you talked about a server somewhere, yeah, getting server. all the data. Right. So is there somebody looking at the server? In other words, if I'm detailed to look at the server, then I can look essentially at the whole building. I can look at every unit. Actually, see the, how it's performing. Yeah, we build graphics that show the, the rooms of all the, the hotel, and you can drill down into a particular room. You can do some maintenance checks. You can check the, the set points. You can adjust the set points. You can see if it's functioning properly mm. all through the, the server. So you'll have a server down at the director of engineering's office, uh, or it might be by the front desk, and then the front desk server and the director of engineering's server can gather data from that server. Does the, uh, does the person who monitors the server have to be there watching it all the time, or does it work on an alarm basis? Absolutely, and you also can get it onto your mobile app. So. Oh, so the, 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 the uh, fellow who was responsible for the server, he can take a walk, yes. have a Coke, yes. and it'll tell him there's a problem on his phone. Yeah, it'll alarm phone. right onto his phone. If that's pretty good. Issue, yeah. <laughs> Well, we would expect nothing less, right? <laughs> it's the future, right? <laughs> okay, more slides? Is that it? About time have, okay. I'll do this slide This is here. the last slide. That's just, just Yeah, that's, that's showing someone leaving the room. Um, and the scan for occupancy, nobody's in there. So it, it went to a, you see that red room temperature is red now. So The brown um, cooling off. Yeah, now so now cooling. it's not cooling anymore. He's off at the beach going to a restaurant, whatever it is, and doesn't return for another four or five hours. Um, air conditioning is off the entire time, saving energy. 
So when you guys install a system like this, say a fresh install in a hotel or an office building or I guess a school as well, um, you're going to come in and you're going to, you're going to, first you're going to have to have a, an air conditioning system and all those parts that, you know, that are compatible. But then you're going to have to put in sensors. You're going to have to, do you install the sensors? Um, and then you install these uh, magic boxes. Yeah. May I call them magic boxes? Yes. Yeah, or they are magical. Smart thermostats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you, you have a, a job to do because you have to, you have to wire these up, at least with the one wire, uh -huh. and then you have to you know, connect them up by wireless through all these sensors. And yeah. that's in every single compartment. It's like each compartment is on its own. That's correct. It's exactly. like a submarine, you know, watertight doors. Exactly. Kind of so every fan coil would have one of these, and then the doors that uh, that space is cooling would You'd want to have your switches, door contacts on all those, and windows as well. Yeah, we're um, we're turnkey contractors, and so we're licensed electrical contractors. We have our own people come in and do the installation. We have uh, programmers on staff that program these thermostats in order to work how you want it to work. And then we have engineers on staff that can, you know, do the um, do the drawings and do the as builds, and then uh, and well, you I'm need kind to of make a design. But, yeah, you we do the design, design as well, right? Exactly. Before you come in, you're going to say where each piece goes. Correct. Yep. Each sensor goes, and each item that you're censoring goes. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So we're finished with that discussion. We're going to take a short break, okay. Tim and we. Mm -hmm. And when we come back, we're going to talk about why. The Sounds why. good. The almighty yes. why. The why. Part, the yes. almighty <laughs> why. We'll be right back. All right. Hey, aloha everyone, and welcome to the Think Tech Hawaii studio. My name is Andrew Lanning. I'm the host of Security Matters Hawaii. We air here every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Hawaii time, trying to bring you issues about security that you may not know, issues that can protect your family, protect yourself, protect our community, protect our, our companies, the folks we work with. Uh, please join us, and I uh, hope you can um, maybe get a little different perspective on how to live a little safer. Aloha. Aloha. My name is Mark Schlav. I am the host of Think Tech Hawaii's Law Across the Sea program. My program airs every other Monday at 1 o'clock on Think Tech Hawaii. Most of my programs deal with my own life and law experience. Recently, I interviewed Alex Jempel, who I have known for over 30 years, about his voyage across the sea as a lawyer from Tokyo to Hawaii. Those are the type of stories that I like to bring and like to talk about. Human stories about law and life. Aloha. Okay, we're back, we're live, and, and I let we uh, show me the thing. You want to see how heavy it was? It's not very heavy, but it's not terribly light either. It's so I would say, what, a quarter of a pound, half a pound, like that? Something like that. And it's got these clicky buttons. These are buttons that give you a pushback. I like that. And it's a button for Fahrenheit and centigrade, a button for the fan. I guess that's incremental speeds Correct. up and down. Mm -hmm. um, and then you've got these arrows, which are up and down, too. What do the arrows signify? Uh, temperature, so if you wanted to oh, temperature. Yeah, sure. decrease your okay. set point. And uh, mode is, uh, what was the mode again? So if you wanted to change, uh, you know, cooling only mode or... Um, Heating mode or auto, um, that's the, what's the modes for? Yeah, heating doesn't help doesn't, much. Yeah, yeah, we don't care exactly. about that. Exactly, that would be disabled. Yeah. <laughs> it's really a nice piece of gear. And, uh, and you say that if, if it goes out for any reason, I guess they last a long time anyway, probably a couple of years at least. Uh, yeah. Uh, you just get another one and put it right on. Yeah, yeah exactly. So um, 
So this back plate stays on the wall. Um, so if that, for whatever reason, failed, um, all the parameters are saved on this little chip. I know it's kind of hard to see on the camera, but um, it's saved on this little chip. So um, the maintenance team, they just pop a new one in, put it so in, and all the, the settings are, yeah. are already saved. And so you don't have to find any of the new um, yeah, Every time you put door one switches in, in. Uh, originally you'd have to bind uh, the signals to the front door, to the night door, to the windows. Yeah. You, you give it a number. Uh, knows what room well, like an is. IP address yeah, exactly yep. so all that is held in the smart chip so when those fail instead of having to redo all that you can the just configurations saved that's great exactly you know I was pushing this button you know the down one mm -hmm. which presumably uh, you know lets you reduce the temperature in the room and I and I, I sense that our studio was a it's no, wireless joke. <laughs> joke. <laughs> it automatically seeks out the placebo effect. Right? It <laughs> wants to attach to that. So this is really the heart of the of the. This is a special sauce in here, That's and correct. you're going to configure it in a way that works best for the larger, uh, the larger uh, system. Right. right. It's all about a system. In fact, that's part of your name, isn't it? Energy well, system, energy bringing systems. all these systems yeah, together yeah. to save energy. Yeah. So you like to deal with the whole building system. Absolutely. So, okay, so I'm building owner. I am so cheap. I am so cheap. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we like you. <laughs> we got what you need. I want to save money so badly because, you know, my owners and investors are on me all the time. You know, how can you save us money? And you guys are going to have an answer to that, right? Hopefully, yes. What is the answer? Um, it's a faceted answer, and you would do an energy audit, I think, would be the first thing to do. Yeah, so what we're showcasing here is just one of our solutions. This is uh, managing the, um, the guest room, right? So the, we call it the air side. Um, but there's a whole slew of solutions that we have that manages the, the, the chill plant, the wet side of the building, that, that manages hot water, that manages um, um, lighting, and, um, and so all this can be all integrated into one system that do, we... Do you want to hold this? Sure. Yeah. It is. I, I, I feel like you need to have it for some sort of gratification purpose or something. Yes, it's, yeah. thank, you. It. thank you, Tom. <laughs> yeah, so um, this is the brains of a lot of that, um, but, um, but uh, yeah, so um, that would be my pitch to a lot of, you know, building owners and is to allow us to do an analysis on the building and figure out where we can save them energy. Could be this solution and you know, which helps a lot of people and could be, um, could be something else. So you usually find there's an other, I mean, if, if I put in, you know, millions, hundreds of millions, who knows what, into a given project, um, I usually have something there. If I went to the trouble of, you know, having a chiller and a, and a fan and uh, what was the other one, the third piece? Um, chiller, fan, and... Pumps and... Pump. Yes. <laughs> I kind of like If I put all that stuff in, then I probably have an energy system, something like what you're talking about. Yeah, you definitely so have you a system come in using and you energy. Say, you look at the thing and say, oh, no, this is... What, what do you find in terms of the legacy equipment that you find in there at the moment you're talking to this owner? Well, that's a good question. You got the answer for that? Yeah, well... <laughs> We look at yes. a lot of the, sometimes uh, if it's an existing building with existing parts, the VFDs might be outdated. Uh, some of the technology that's using to be outdated, programming uh, might need to be brought back up to today's codes or, or we can oh, provide. Howard Rigg raises his head. So it's yeah. about code, eh? <laughs> if you're going to do a new system, you have to look at the code, make sure you comply with the code, yeah? Absolutely. And this would comply with the code. This is, 
This is very modern, very up-to-date, yeah. Yes, definitely. I and mean, this is actually beyond code. I don't think code requires um, this technology here. But, um, but yeah, we go into buildings all the time with legacy equipment where um, we either replace the entire thing or we can reuse some of it and you know, add some of our smarts on top of it um, to save energy. So it depends on how old, how legacy that is. I would guess a lot of these buildings, I mean, a lot of buildings in Hawaii were, were made, were built a long time ago. And I would guess that you have to do a lot of um, installation of sensors because the earlier systems probably didn't have a lot of sensors. It's all about sensors. Yeah. Do you have to do that? Do you have to you know, think of a new sensor system and put sensors on all of the, of the critical pathways? Um, yeah, so that, that happens quite a bit where you know, 20, 30 years ago, people weren't tracking for CO2, for example, that Tom brought up earlier. Um, so this room, for example, right here, um, is probably older systems, which just sense for room uh, space temperature, how hot it is in here. Um, but uh, the new way of doing it is putting a CO2 sensor in here. And that tells you how many humans are in this room, how much heat is being generated ah, and how much fresh air needs to be brought into the room. So um, that's just one example where we put in a sensor and we do uh, demand control ventilation where we add oxygen as needed rather than um, you know, outside air as needed. Okay, so you have a, s a sensor mm -hmm. and it's going it's to look at CO2 in the room mm -hmm. and it's going to tell you how many, well, how much CO2 is being generated, I guess, by humans or whatever else. Correct. And um, if, if you had a car in the room, it would be generated. Yeah, you have the sensors yeah. in the garage, it the CO, CO sensors. Is that right? Yeah, oh, carbon monoxide oh, sensors. Okay. So we do that as well. So, yeah, yeah. so garage exhaust fans, for example, um, maybe the garage that's in here, and usually there's a fan that just runs all the time, 24-7. Um, so what we do is we put a carbon monoxide sensor and turn on the fan as needed only to ah, save energy. Sure, so sure, sure. Same idea, yeah. And then sensors, um, sometimes they drift, so you'll need to replace them too. So need to go and test those to make sure existing sensors are still working as they should. The sensors are changing all the time, aren't they? The technology is always improving. It's, it's a big area of research and, and development. Yeah, some of the sensors are pretty basic. I think they've been around for a long time, and then there's yeah. the new ones. Are, they've uh, created sensors that work better than their previous predecessors. So, absolutely. Precision improves over time. Yeah. So, so oh. back to my room or your room or our room mm -hmm. <laughs> with the people in it. Mm -hmm. All generating carbon dioxide okay? mm -hmm. and and humidity and, and humidity and all that. Yeah. So you want to want to flush that out. Um, so you have to have an algorithm in there somewhere that says, well, the room is this big, and the room ha now has seven people in it, uh, and uh, we are we are we are going to make a change here. So there's a math there's a mathematical formula there, right? Seven people this big this much carbon dioxide and so forth, and we want to get down to that 72 degrees or whatever the target was. So this is all in that little box, or is it in yep. the server down below with the server person? Yeah, so uh, what you just mentioned is exactly correct. It's all in this box. Um, so this um, senses uh, for humidity, temperature, um, and then it can uh, sense for CO2. This, this, that's something that has to be enabled, but um, in this room, humans produce all three things, right? They produce BTUs, right? So we produce heat. Um, we produce carbon uh, dioxide as we breathe, and we also humidify the space as well. So um, we sense for all three of those things, and um, there's an algorithm in here that determines um, how much air conditioning is needed to remove those things or how much fresh air is needed to remove mm -hmm. those things. So how much money can I save? Is this big-time savings? Absolutely. I mean, we don't <laughs> ever really want to quote uh, money out of the air, but there's up to 30% savings. 30% savings? Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of bread. Yeah. 
I mean, if, if I have one of those uh, legacy systems, I'm probably paying way too much. Absolutely. And, and I know, I mean, for example, what is it, the university or its electric, just to put it in perspective, electric bill is something like a million dollars a month. Yes, you know? easily. Yep. So a big office building, it's not going to be as big as university, of course, but a big office building is going to be spending a lot of money yeah, per absolutely. month on energy. So you can cut the energy cost down. And that's why there's such a big market for the DDC, the direct digital control market, is uh, controlling not only just the space, but also controlling the pumps that run the chiller plant, um, the fans that run the air handlers. And you just want to have all that in tandem being controlled uh, through programming and uh, direct digital controls does all that, yeah. Okay, and now my last question, and then we got to go, is um, so we have climate change. It's getting warmer. Um, everybody knows that a, a building that's too warm, a room that's too warm, is uh, no fun. It's no fun, and it, it, it undermines productivity. Absolutely, undermines learning. It undermines you know human activity in that building in that right. room. Yes, um, and it's going to get worse. Maybe that's why you guys are in this business because yeah. you know that the trend line here in climate change. So, is this going to withstand? You know, deal with the climate change changes. Because, um, you know, we need a system that is sustainable, even when it really gets tough. What do you think? I would say, yes, this does help, you know, fix that problem and contribute to that. So, like, um, for example, this building, um, air conditioning might be on in every single room because um, you don't have sensors determining if it needs to be on or not. So, if it gets warmer and warmer, the capacity of your air conditioning system in this building it might exceed that. Um, so, if you had this smart system that tells you um, how much occupancy is in the building. You can shift some of the air conditioning to where it's needed, and then maybe you don't have to increase your capacity for this uh, building as far as air conditioning. So um, as temperatures rise, technology like this becomes more and more important. Well, I totally agree with you on that. Tim Cashman, we win from- Tom Cashman. Tom Cashman, we win from Hawaii Energy Systems, Oahu. Um, Tom, why don't you tell us what your website is and how people can reach you? Our website, hawaiienergysystems.com, um, www.hawaiienergysystems.com, um, or you can reach us uh, through our website yeah, would be probably our, the best way. Our website's way. our best. Yeah. Um, yeah. Our office is in Halaba Valley, um, and then we have um, offices on, on Maui, Big Island, and Guam. So if you're watching from you know, Big Island, we can help you there as well. You're on, you're on uh, all the major islands. All the major islands, and yeah. You have a, a team of 50 that can spring into action That's right. and do an installation. That's correct. Okay. How much of what he said do you agree with? Not, not, no. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. I agree with <laughs> Thank you, Tom. Thank you very much. Thank you, Lee. Thank you, Jay. Thank you very much. Great show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.